Prepare to have knowledge bestowed upon you. Here comes the number one podcast for Dynasty Fantasy Football, half PPR, 10 and 12 man leagues. The Fantasy Podfathers. Welcome to Fantasy Podfathers, the podcast dedicated to 10 and 12 man dynasty leagues using half PPR as our scoring format. And as always, no kickers. So uh, championship weekend is in the books. Well, for some of us, it was. For others, it was third place game weekend. How do you turn out? Well, I know how it went in the nasty, but I'll let you tell. Yeah. I went uh, one and one. Um, lost in the nasty. It's been a been a long spell since I've won in that one. Um, guy Perennial that knocked- contender, though. Perennial yeah. contender. And, and, you know, like I've said before, you, you learn to kind of roll with the punches the longer you play. Um, and I was able to handily beat my son, um, which, again, doesn't make me feel like a big boy saying out loud. Hey, I had my kid when she was uh, three years old. I think she finished in second place in a league. And so it's that was a one year league, though. That's like 90 percent dumb luck. Right. But uh, but still, yeah, it uh, that was really when that drove the point home. Like I, I, hey, Maddie, you need a you need a wide receiver, and I just read off the list. And then once she found a name she liked, I should that's the guy she'd start. And, right, uh, all the way to second place. That was the year that Unicorn Pants was the top wide receiver. <laughs> I had Jamal Jamal Unicorn Pants, <laughs> uh, Junior. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fun though. We, you know, uh, usually you you aren't watching uh, the matchups um, right next to your opponent, so that was kind of fun to sit down and and watch the scoring going back and forth. Um, <laughs> True, that that was kind of a new perspective. And uh, yeah, and the nasty, um, I, I I put up an okay week. My um, my opponent just put up uh, one of those weeks where he would have beat anyone he played. And, um, Hats off to him. So, yeah. you know, it's also the time of year where <clears throat> everyone uh, doesn't care about you for a while. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you, you won a championship. I really don't have any interest in talking to you about that. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, that must have been great. So moving on. So we thought that instead of dwelling on championship week, that we would move on uh, and and go back in time and revisit former championships uh because you know the pain and the sting of those ones is gone and we got to remember there's been some great players that no longer play and and what better way to close out the season than bring back some good old memories oh i freaking love the nostalgia can't get enough of it i'll drop another teaser i've been looking over past drafts and trades in this particular dynasty and the nostalgia i've been getting from these names Oh, man, it hits the sweet spot. It really does. Yo, we're going to use the Nasty. The Nasty, a 10-man half PPR dynasty featuring practice squad. Founded by Ron and Jonah in 2011. Currently, 11th season. Uh, as our kind of league to go back and review. And uh, I'm sure in a lot of other leagues, same players were there. This w- this league goes back to 2011. Is when our first championship took place. In that matchup, you actually were in this game uh, versus uh, a team called Zeland Sleepers. And man, is is this roster fun? 
I, I, I don't even think I took a rookie in that initial draft. I was building for now and down the road. Right. Where the fuck is on now? I'm going to say names and you're going to be like, why the hell would you have started him? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. He was good in 2011. <laughs> right. With no further ado, we're just going to go down me. the list, man. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. We're about to go around the world. How do you want to do this? Uh, let's let's do the let's do the losers first and finish right. with the champions. We had Cam Newton as the quarterback. Oh, oh yeah, Sol- solid performance. I and mean, Cam Newton was a was a fantasy stud. Uh, he probably wrote yeah. in there that year. God, how 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 the NFL has changed in that game. Cam Newton went off and beat Tampa Bay forty eight to sixteen. Oof. Wes Welker. Oh wow. With 12 receptions in that game, not a surprise. Jeez. How about uh, about Deshaun Jackson? Oh, I've loved Deshaun Jackson. Uh, here was a, a, a just a solid, solid running back. You just had to start him every week. He got you 10 points almost every week. Jonathan Stewart. Oh, yeah. Thumper. Uh, and then how about uh, Adrian Peterson? Oh, jeez. You're telling me I beat this guy? Yeah, this is crazy. Maybe this will tell you because actually the two places where he uh, had the lowest amount of points was out of his tight end and third wide receiver spot. Todd Heap was his tight end. Oh, a heap indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was coming off a pretty uh, an injured season, it would appear. And then here's the name where I was like, don't remember it. Laurent Robinson. Jaguar? Jaguar, correct. Anybody um, named Robinson who you don't know, they were in Jacksonville. I, I agree, and you want to know why he was so good in that one. He had 11 touchdowns on the year. Wow. Um, and we don't remember this guy? He. This was 2011, so he was with Dallas that year. And he had 858 yards and 11 touchdowns. Uh, he never, he didn't have more than two touchdowns in any of his other six NFL seasons. Wow. Yeah. I truly do not remember that guy. Me neither. I mean, that's got to. Yeah. Wow. And because defenses aren't people, we won't go into it. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Uh, the kicker was nobody. And that will be the case in all of our matchups because we're smart. Yeah, and, and that's funny to me because that's a thing that's like standard now. Right. And right. when I did that, that was not a standard thing. No, it's, it's silly. All right, let's go to the winner's bracket. That would be you in this case. Uh, you started Matt Ryan. Okay. You started Brandon Marshall. Sounds about right. Uh, every time I hear the name Brandon Marshall – it brings up two things. You were there for one of my most embarrassing fantasy moments when I drafted the wrong Broncos wide receiver. Um, I drafted Ashley Lalee to go with Brandon Marshall, except I uh, put on my jersey, walked up to the podium, and the person who I accidentally skipped in the picking process walked up to the podium and picked Ashley Lalee right in front of me. Yeah, uh, just to be a total dick. Yeah. And I think there's actually video of this somewhere. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that didn't turn out to be a long-term thing. But uh, when I when I think of Brandon Marshall as a Broncos fan, I think about when he went to Miami and somehow slipped on a McDonald's wrapper and punched through a, a TV. It sounds we've like, all been there. Oh, we've all been there. Uh, 
there's like one person who's like, I believe it. His name's Antonio Brown. Calvin Johnson. I mean, that guy carried your team. Oh, oh, what a stud. Yeah, I was hoping I'd get that number 10 pick back to back. Mm. And boy, howdy, did that pan out because of him and one of the guys about to come up here were uh, at the turn. Reese Jones Drew. That's the man. 10 and 11. Oh. Talk about guys I loved fantasy wise. He's he's up there. Uh, uh, there's a video on YouTube. My open letter to uh-huh. Maurice Jones Drew when I actually cut him from this league. I I, uh, oh, it pained me to do it. I can only think of one person that's reminded me of Maurice Jones Drew since Maurice Jones Drew, and he just didn't hold up over time. But uh, Doug Martin, the muscle hamster, <laughs> got great nickname. Great nickname. You know what? You just made the list. You brought Darren Sproles to the table in that oh. matchup. Another guy I love. And here's a name where you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he used to be good because he's been not good for so long. Jimmy Graham. Oh, yeah, he was uh, he was a steal in that draft. He hadn't quite yet broken full. Uh, maybe one of my favorite fantasy nicknames I've heard this year, another podcast uh, has renamed him Jimmy Grandpa. <laughs> that's well done. I, fa- I think that's fantastic. And then you played, I know, one of your favorites, uh, Santonio Holmes. In oh, match. yeah. What's what's crazy about this is 2011, so this is a decade ago. A little bit more, actually. I think 11 yeah. years ago. 11 years ago. Hot damn. We still have Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, uh, Jimmy Graham, and Adrian Peterson uh, playing this year. I still had... Uh... Matt Ryan and Roethlisberger on my yep. roster until a few weeks ago. If you watched the Pittsburgh game last night, Ben had 2.7 yards per pass. Oh, just get him through to retirement. Now I'm starting to feel like it's lethal weapon and it's going to be, it's my last day. <laughs> One day to retirement, Riggs. Right. Getting too old for this shit. We'll go on to the 2012 championship, uh, which was a blowout, absolute blowout by a team French fried taters versus a Sam Squanch. I look at these two rosters and I see guys that were supposed to be so good for so long that were so short lived, but they lined up well this year at the loser bracket. Tom Brady. Um, that's Julio Jones. Name I'd forgot about. This guy was great for like three years. Miles Austin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? Uh, and then the, the running backs in this this matchup are like, ah, oh, they were going to be so good for so long. And then uh, Arian Foster. Oh, yeah. Classic. Stud that year, man. I'm looking at it. He had two games where he scored less than 15 points that year. Wow. Two games. That's crazy. He was so That's good that consistency. year. Consistency. Yeah. Uh, and then No Sean Moreno. Remember No Sean? <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. Like Denver had they used the first round pick on him. He was supposed to be the the answer. Just the uh, next in a line of thousand yard Denver running backs. They were right. just going to plug in. Yeah. He ultimately stopped that trend. <laughs> Honestly. That's what makes him more notable. Mm-hmm. Greg Olson. Was oh yeah, tight Plastic. end, and then another guy, um, Victor Cruz. Mm, yeah, he had a good window there where he was uh, putting up some numbers. Yeah, he salsa danced his way right into a starting lineup. Unfortunately, 
what Victor Cruz did for fantasy football is he ruined the way I looked at the preseason for a few years, whereas like Victor Cruz had one game where he scored three touchdowns in the preseason and then he was awesome all year. I was like, okay, now those guys who do really good in preseason, they can turn into studs. Yep, it's, they're legit. It just yep. means they're just, it's just going to extrapolate out. Not true. Not true. And the winner, I, he, he beat him by almost 60 points that year. Wow. Um, he had Drew Brees in his prime. Oof. He had A.J. Green, which he still has on his roster, which is funny because I traded him for A.J. Green in the future and then trade him trade back. back. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, I, I got a little confused when I was going over the league trade history. Right. Wait a minute. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember this. You're going to see that maybe if, uh, with a few players with us for that. Um, Marquise Colston. Yeah, I um, think this was near the end of Colston. Mm-hmm. The backfield as I was talking about CJ Spiller. Oh, wow. Right. I mean, he was going to be, you were going to be set for a long time if you had C.J. Spiller. Oh, yeah. He was like a faster Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Trent Richardson. Wow. Just uh, that that's a name, right? Trent Richardson is one of those cautionary tales. That's the exact phrase I was going to use. Yeah. We've talked about drafts in the past, but like, those number two running backs, the Darius Geises, the Trent Richardsons, the Monty Balls of the world. Yeah. Uh, man, there's some names out there that you're like, well, they, they got drafted so high and the team's going to use them as their starting running back. And I would dare to say that sizzling hot takes. Saquon Barkley might be headed in the Trent Richardson direction right now. That's uh, that's a reasonable take right there. And one I would be inclined to uh, to throw some chips on. I would say here that, um, yeah, I would like to re-nickname him. I don't know if this is out there, but I would like to refer to him now as Saquon Barely. <laughs> and this, uh, moving on with the matchup, we had Vernon Davis at tight end. And uh, Captain Consistency, Eric Decker at wide receiver. Yeah, what, about 975 yards, eight touchdowns? Yeah, he was always just so... Yeah, actually, that year he had 1,013. Oh, see? Wow, I lowballed him. Yeah, that was... Well, I believe that might have been the Manning years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was there was a chunk of time there where if you were on the Broncos, you were uh, a startable player. Less of those players still on rosters. Breeze is retired. Green's still on a roster. Brady's still on a roster, and Julio Jones is still on a roster. That's it. Wow. So 2013, who do we got lining up in the championship? The championship there is me. This is my last win versus the guy who beat me this week, Sofa. Oh, you guys always battle for it. We do. Um, I beat him by 70 points. It's the uh, best lineup wow. I've ever put out there. It looks like I was dealing with... Oh, see, there's a name. I started this guy, and I don't recognize his name. Uh, so he started Tony Romo. Solid. Des Bryant. Oh, combo. Keenan Allen, who he still has. Stud. Jamal Charles. Oh, yeah. Nice. Now, here's the name. Here's one of those guys who was just hot for a short period of time. Uh, you, you've got to be a fan of fantasy football to remember Zach Stacy. Oh, I totally do. 
Mm-hmm. Ram, right? Ram. Yeah, and he just got hot to end the year. He was just like half a season. That's all you get from him. I think he was still potential at that point, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. His first or second year for him. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think Total who they guess. brought who they brought in to replace him. Oh, they were still in uh, st- they still in St. St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Isaiah Pede mixed into there. And- <clears throat> uh, Jared Cook as a young fella. Huh. Here's another name I totally forgot about. Hakeem Nix. Oh, loved me some Hakeem Nix. Yep. He would just make me angry all the time. Big play, boom, and bust. Yeah, man. He goes, he goes like he's got three games over 10 and like four. Oh, the rest of his games are under eight. This is kind of crazy, but uh, my winning roster has two players who are dead. Oh. Yeah. That's really crazy. Peyton Manning was my starting quarterback. Still he's alive. He's dead? No, he's still oh. alive. He's still alive. I believe, in fact, if you have a television, you are well aware that Peyton Manning is still alive. He's, <laughs> and he's his head everywhere. has expanded yeah. uh, as the seasons have gone on. Do you think at some point an alien will just burst through his forehead? <laughs> like it just keeps growing until uh-huh. eventually his neck can't sustain it. And <laughs> he's a, he becomes wow. a... He becomes a bobblehead. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Yeah. To put a brace on him. So. All right. He was passing to Demarius Thomas, who was one of the fellows who has passed away. Um, was just a, a stud human being. I'm I'm glad uh, in my lifetime. I got to see Demarius Thomas uh, play. Oh, nice. Uh, the year that the Bronc that he had his famous catch against the Steelers, the uh, uh, yes. overtime. I went to Minnesota to watch Tim Tebow and Demarius Thomas play together. And Thomas had four catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns in that game. It was crazy. Uh, Just like two 70 yard touchdowns. It was, it was nuts. It was great. Um, I had Pierre Garcon. Ah, so that's, I traded you Manning and Garcon that year. Did. You're welcome. Yes. And then, uh, LaShawn McCoy. Ah, um, and then here's a name that I had to be like, I don't remember him, but um, I know the name, but I can't even remember who the freak he played for. Rashad Jennings. The Giants. I know. I had to look it up. He did just all right for me, and he was hot going into the playoffs if I'm looking at this. Um, then I had a guy um, that I, I – Ryan Griffin. <laughs> I say the name is familiar. I must have just been, I don't know, I must have been desperate as hell at the tight end position. Back then, you were probably out thinking yourself. I probably was. He ended up getting five for 66 for me. Well, there you go. I mean, if you get nine points out of him, I mean, hey, that's a bonus. Somebody you probably scraped off the wire, clearly. Right. You know, the other player who's passed that was on my roster is Vincent Jackson. I just heard that today. Vincent mm-hmm. Two Sheds Jackson. That's mm-hmm. that was that that brings me down. Yeah, V Jackson DT. I mean oh, that was man, so that was good, a good combo. But they're uh, yeah, it's oh, sad man. sad to think about. They're both quite young. Uh, we get into the 2014 season here, uh, where Sam Squanch beat Sofa Kingdom. So you can see where he's uh, he's very consistent up there. Both their second appearance. 
Yep, five-point win by Sam Squanch. Be interesting because Sofa Kingdom was there two years in a row, but uh, if I'm looking at this, I believe he only has three of the same players. I was going to say I want to see that turnover. All right, so Tony Romo, still there. He brought in uh, Jeremy Macklin. Okay. Then he still had Des Bryant. Sweet. He had Jamal Charles. Do you remember Trey Mason? You know the Rams as well? Uh, I, was I think he? he's the guy they brought in to replace Stacy. Yeah, I'm going to see if you're... Yeah, wow. He, had, he only played for two years. He started Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> and what kind of did him in was uh, if he would have gotten six points out of this guy um dante moncrief Um, oh yeah dante moncrief did him dirty painful Mm -hmm. what did he get him 1.5 oh come Mm. on man see that's what i was saying about that tight end you scraped off the wire you uh you got the production he lost by less than four and got 1.5 out of Dante Moncrief. We've got some fun names on the other side of the matchup here. Uh, Sam Squanch, he started Tom Brady again. Um, then the rest of his lineup, minus one player, changed. Uh, Kenny Stills in that game. Uh, one of my all-time favorite fantasy football players and just just favorite wide receivers. I don't know why I liked him so much, but Roddy White. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did really like him. I really liked Roddy White. Maybe just his name got me excited. I just l- like the name Roddy. He-, he played Marshawn Lynch, who was having a hell of a year that year. Um, still had Arian Foster, uh, Julius Thomas, the tight end for the Broncos, and Julio Jones. Solid. Oh, now thinking about it, he did end up flipping Julio Jones for quite a few draft picks when he went to rebuild his team, didn't he? Yeah, and he uh, it's I don't think it's too long after here he deals Brady as well. Yep. Yeah, he did a full tear down at one point. Yep. Well, you make an appearance back here again in the next oh, year. This is the one this is the one that changed some league rules. And uh, you played Urban Achievers. I sure did. And he mopped. He just had one of those games. This is very similar to what I did this week. Um, you didn't have a bad game, but no one was going to beat that. He put up 163. Uh, what did I come up with? 115. Oof, yeah. Well, you really got s- the Steelers hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I but- have the triple down or quadruple yeah. down or septuple down. I, uh, yeah, yep. I was all in. Um, you had ben, Big Ben and Antonio Brown combined for 11 points in that week. Pro- probably their worst worst game of the year. <laughs> probably. You had a player that you still have on your roster, Alan Robinson. Ah, love him. Uh, you had a guy, Latavius Murray, uh, as your running back. I of him as well. Yeah. Um, he must have been for Baltimore at that time. Oh, no, he was still no. in uh, with the Raiders. Was he? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he uh, was still a potential guy. You had a guy that I just really unhealthily liked, but I don't think I was able to own him anywhere, uh, Ryan Matthews. Ah, yeah, he was uh, my third pick in that initial yeah. draft. 
Yeah, I thought he was going to be a superstar. Oh, me too. Yeah. Taking over for Tomlinson, I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah. And, yeah. and Brandon Marshall uh, was your uh, roster. Uh, your opponent did not have a single player under 10 points that week. Uh, um, Russell Wilson. Javaris Landry. Wow. He was, he was still with the Dolphins. This is the trade we talked about. This is the Julio Jones deal. He's got Julio. He traded. Oh. That was the season he did it. Now this, now this is a guy, uh, Urban, that we know likes to give up. Will give up an entire draft to make a championship run. That's true. Yep, that is one of his. Uh, that's one of the big keys when you start to play dynasty and go long term is to learn the traits of some of these GMs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can help you facilitate a deal. You know who to go to if you're trying to move a guy. And, uh, it, yeah, it's just one of those things that's really good to keep our eyes on. <laughs> it's funny. When we, we run our draft, uh, we do a a long draft done the old-fashioned way via messaging and texting and posting and stuff. And he he's always the one where I'm like, hey, you know, you have a pick in this draft. He's like, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You might be ready. You might be picking this year. Right. And then and half then, the time, by the time it's come around, oh, no, I, I just turned that over in a deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, uh, he started Lamar Miller, and okay. he started D'Angelo Williams. He sure did. Do you remember uh, how that came about? No, please do expand because uh, you clearly do remember this. Oh, I do. I'm glad that you pointed out the point differential because all these years I've been under the impression that that's what did me in. What did he score, like 35 or some goofy shit? William scored 28. You recall when we started the Nasty, um, it was wide open, Wild West. Well, there is no trade review. That's still the case. There was also no trade deadline. Mm -hmm. So as Urban Achievers and I came into the final week, we were both offered a shot at paying up for D'Angelo Williams, which I declined. And as you pointed out, if there's a GM in our dynasty that goes all in for the deal to seal the deal, he did just that, made a trade, ponied up and got his guy. And, uh, mm-hmm. wow, I, I thought that was the difference in the game. But apparently uh, it was a little further out of reach than I thought, which makes me feel much better. Julio Jones had a huge game. But um, the next guy on this list is really the guy who went off. He had 30 points out of the tight end position. And that's Jordan Reed in his prime. That's hard to overcome. Yeah, he um, had a couple of those games like that where right. it was beast mode. Yeah, he played Detroit. And uh, surprisingly – you know, six, seven years ago, Detroit was actually bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this must have been during that down span of the last. Yeah. 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 60 years. You know, I think it's ever since all the wild lions moved into Michigan, it's been a problem. <laughs> right. I mean, talk about one of those spot on mascots. That's it. Detroit yep. famous for its lions. <laughs> Always blue lions. Yeah. Kamar Aiken was his final wide receiver. I don't even know him. Uh, me either. I want to. My like gut, a saint. My gut tells me he was. This is two thousand. My gut tells me he was a a, ram? Ra- a raven. But I want to. I gotta see the. Uh, uh, yes, he was. He was a raven that year. Uh. Yep. 
He had 944 yards and 127 targets. Good luck. Wow. Flacco, I'm assuming. Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be. It's got to be Flacco. Couldn't have been anybody else. Mm -hmm. Well, Ron, uh, unfortunately, you got Flacco'd. Oh, I did yeah. get Flacco. You've been Flacco. <laughs> you did. I'm sorry. Ah, see, that. I knew I made that fucking sounder for a reason. Right. Uh, the next year you made up for, um, you made up for it. You won the championship. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm back. Look at that shit. But it's not really fair because it looks like you beat your opponent by about 86 points. <laughs> Let's go through the pain of of making it to a championship only to have your team just drop a load on the, on the absolutely field. shit the bed. He has two players above ten and none above twenty. Oh no! I hate to do this, but just have to like it's so painful to look at that uh, I, I need to put some point totals up here. Okay, let's let's do it. Drew Brees gave him eighteen. Devonte Devonte Adams gave him twelve. Okay. Okay. Golden Tate gave him seven. Uh, Demarco Murray gave him seven. Well, one of my favorite names, Blau Plow. Classic. Love Blau Plow. Gave him eight point four. Kobe Fleener gave him four. Okay. I remember Fleener. That was a big, big name. Yeah, drafted him. Then I uh, think I traded him the next year. Yeah, good move. Uh, <laughs> Adam Humphreys gave him two. As as he should. Yeah, Adam Humphreys always will give you two. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes. That's uh, usually. That, that'd be a good T-shirt. Adam Humphreys <laughs> giving you two since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that. No, uh, but I'd wear it. You started. Uh, yeah, there, there's a there's a trade in here that happened. I remember sending this guy to you in a big deal. Um, you started Roethlisberger. Of course. You started Robinson. Of course. You started Antonio Brown. I did. Got him uh, in that three-way deal. Uh, you started Bell. I did. And, of course, you had the three you had the three Bs there for a while, and it was crushing it for you, it Le'Veon was. Bell. Uh, I traded you LaShawn McCoy in a deal. Another three-way deal. Um, you got Jimmy Graham. You had him earlier in the segment, and then you still had Brandon Marshall. Yeah, so that's yeah. a hefty. That's a really good mix of drafted players and traded players. Yeah, you put up one forty-two that week. It's a good week for you. That's pretty. Uh, good week. Yeah, your opponent put up fifty-eight. Oh man. Yeah. At, at least, at least there, you don't say, "Well, did I leave some points on the bench?" <laughs> The following year, Zeland Sleepers played you. I mean, you have a lot of appearances here. Holy Jesus, do I? Wow. I guess um, the Evil Empire, that is, that is a fitting name. We were yep. we were there. You were battling. So you lost this one. You uh, lost by 24 points. Okay. Um, you started Big Ben. Of course. Adam Thielen. Ah, uh, yes. Wire pickup. He didn't have Brown in this lineup. I wonder if he was hurt. Yeah, that would have had to been it. Right. The only uh, would have kept him out. So you have Martavius Bryant. Oh. I think that's Martavius. Yeah. You had Martavius. Sorry, not Martavius. 
Yeah, don't give him an extra vowel. He hasn't earned it. <clears throat> well, he does. He doesn't even have the money to buy a vowel anymore, I believe. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Don't give him an extra one. Yeah. He'll just, he'll just pawn it. <laughs> he'll just... <laughs> Skulking uh, around the Wheel of Fortune saying, Hey, man, what can I get for an eye? <laughs> Let it go cheap. Uh, you had LaShawn McCoy and uh, Bell as you starting running back. You had Zach Ertz and Latavius Murray. So... Um, I'm, I'm assuming you were dealing with some injury going into that game. That's cause... a good mix of drafted players and wire pickups. Yep. The guy going against you, Z-Land Sleepers. Uh, he had Cam Newton. Oh. Michael Thomas. Um, Mike Wallace. Oh, wow. Was Mike Wallace a Raven as well? Uh, he's. He, I think he'd have to be by this point. Yep. And... Remember, there was a time when Ravens wide receivers were playable, huh? No, that that's a myth. Well, I hate to say it, but you got Flacco'd again. Son of a bitch. You've been flacco <laughs> That's your Achilles. That's your Achilles. It, it is. It's Trot Joe Flacco out there. Can't wait till he leaves the league. I won't be stopped. <laughs> uh, what really won it for him, though, is he had Todd Gurley, and Gurley scored 48 freaking points in that game. <sighs> yeah. Um, God. Leonard Fournette, when he was still with Jacksonville. Uncle Lenny. Travis Kels. Uh, uh, right? Yeah. And, and then, um, surprisingly, Mike Davis. Wow, a young Mike Davis. I don't know. Has Mike Davis ever been young? No. He he was 30 in elementary school. That's 17. So we're, we're getting up there. We're, we've only got a few left here. we got 2018 season we're in now. Um, and again, we see, oh, this is, the, this is my favorite. This is my favorite championship game I've ever watched. Oh, man. This, is, this was such a good one. Uh, you'll never see a more painful, painful loss in fantasy football than this matchup. I'm excited. I don't remember this. Also, one of the worst years for fantasy football. The first and second place team were six and seven versus six and seven. Oh, wow. The final score was 98.83 to 98.69. Okay, the losing team started Case Keenum for the Denver Broncos. Well, that just tells you right there. Well, Actually, Case Keenum outscored his opponent's quarterback by 14 <laughs> points that week. Of course, because fantasy football. Right. Uh, his his opponent's quarterback was Philip Rivers, who scored two points. And oh, Case, snap. Case Keenum scored 15.3 points. Respectable 15.3 points. But keep that keep Case Keenum's name in mind, because I'll tell you what happened. And I remember watching this and being like, I can't believe that just happened. I always keep Case Keenum's name in mind. The losers uh, side, Sam Squad started Case Keenum, Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore, Ezekiel Elliott, oh. Delvin Cook, wow, Cameron Brait, and Robbie Anderson. Now, Solid su- surprisingly, if you look, you just played him. Uh, last week, a third-place team, and he would have played Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore, Ezekiel Elliott, and Delvin Cook against you still. Right. Right. So we're getting pretty close to where some of these guys are. You can see their team is, is still uh, – the, the nostalgia factor is gone. Yep. The Let's go to the winning team, and then I'll tell you this painful scenario that happened. 
the winning team had Philip Rivers, who just sucked. Keenan Allen, who respectively sucked as well. DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. Now, I can tell you, I just played Sofa Kingdom in the championship, and he has still has Keenan Allen, Joe Most Mixon. Most of those guys, yeah. Uh, he started a guy who got hot this time of year. I remember it well. Jalen Samuels, if you remember him for Pittsburgh, he got hot. He was just catching a ridiculous amount of passes. They were throwing everything to him on yeah. the backfield. Uh, and then Damian Williams. Man, what team was Damian Williams with at the time? Kansas City. Oh. That's what always threw me off because Damian uh, got replaced by Daryl as the Right, and now there's a – yeah, I don't know which Williams I even have over there in Kansas City. The the game that I'm talking about here is Case Keenum ended the the week with this kind of stat line. 202 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and two interceptions. Okay. I do remember that this was the this was the last game. This was like a Sunday night game. Uh, I believe he had to play him because his starting quarterback was Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz tore his ACL. If you remember that. Oh. So he had to start Case Keenum, and they're playing. The Broncos were playing the Bengals, and why not? With like two minutes left in the game. The Broncos needed to get a first down to uh, be able to take a knee. And Sam Squanch was winning 101.69 to 98.83. Case Keenum's last pass of the game was an interception on third and six to seal the game. And he lost by 0.14 points. Oh, I last, remember that, Marge. Remember that? That it's the last. It was the last play of the playoff championship game, and Case Keenum, Broncos had the lead, oh. and he threw a pick to lose the game and to ruin a championship. The most painful oh, loss man. I've ever seen. I remember that margin, and that that is still painful hearing it back now. From the championship perspective, fantasy football, he had the win at one point and lost it the next play. Like yeah. he was sitting there being like. I got this. I have a championship. What could go wrong? I've got it locked up. I'm up I'm up 2.89 points. Right. Even oh. if he takes three knees, I'm only losing 0. 0.6 points. It, right. I'm going to be fine here. Right. The next year we had Zeland Sleepers beat Sam Squanch um, by a uh, pretty large margin, 50 points. Uh, I'm going to run through this lineup here. Uh, he had Carson Wentz healthy. He had DJ Moore. He had Tyler Lockett. He has Ezekiel Elliott. He has Austin Eckler. He has Darren Waller. And he has Michael Gallup. Now, I will tell you, he now we're only three years ago. He owns all of those players except Michael Gallup. Um, On Z-Land's side, he had Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, Lamar just came in, set the world on fire. Um, Michael Thomas when he was great. Amari Cooper. Um, Leonard Fournette, Todd Gurley, Travis Kels, and then he started Mike Boone, who I'm assuming that like Delvin Cook must have been hurt that game, so Mike Boone was the starter. Oh, probably. Yeah, because I mean, because Sam Squatch owns Delvin Cook, he's on the bench, and Mike Boone is there. It was a pretty easy win on the championship. Um, Sam Squatch did not have a good week. That's painful. All right, we go to last year's championship. 
And this was against uh, Zeland Sleepers and Sofa King. This was our first and only uh, repeat championship in the dynasty, our first real only true dynasty where uh, Zeland Sleepers beat Sofa Kingdom. Uh, again, both teams were 6-7 and seven going into this. It's crazy. Tom Brady, DeAndre Hopkins, Deontay Johnson, Nick Chubb, Giovanni Bernard, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and Logan Thomas were his starting. Wow. In this uh, league, I lost the week before to Sofa Kingdom. And let me tell you, I'm still butthurt about that because Tom Brady was was dropped by Urban Achievers the week before I played him. And he picked him up off the wire and beat me with Tom Brady. I don't, I don't know if you remember that, but Tom Brady looked done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I clearly would not have thought about putting in a claim. Yep. Uh, I lost by one point in that week before. That one still hurts me. Uh, and then on the winning side of things, Le- Lamar Jackson, Marvin Jones Jr., Amari Cooper, Jeff Wilson Jr., Daryl Henderson, Travis Kels, and Brandon Cooks. Wow. Pretty, uh, pretty patchwork team, honestly, but uh, right players at the right time. That's. I'm not going to go over this year's. Why loss. not? Let's tie. Put a bow on it. I lost by 30. Um, I had Josh Allen, Devonte Adams, Devonte Smith, Michael Pittman, Rashad Penny, Melvin Gordon, George Kittle, Tony Pollard. I lost to Tom Brady, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Keenan Allen, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Dalton Schultz, and Devin Singletary. And what really hurts me here is, I mean, the year before I lost because of Tom Brady, and this year I lost because of Tom Brady. That's the difference. I was going to say, is Brady going to be the leader in the clubhouse as far as quarterbacks with championships in this league? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger probably right behind him. That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Well, maybe we'll have to recap. That'd be interesting. Uh, how about uh, franchise totals? Oh, like who's got the most championships? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got some repeats in there. So, you notice yeah. there's a lot of the same uh, teams showing up over and over in these, and uh, there's about half of our uh, league you haven't heard mentioned. Uh, Taco Corp, Punch Truck Mormons, and With Cheese have not had a championship appearance. Okay, uh, French Fried Taters only has one. And I believe I only have two. Evil Empire, Sofa Kingdom, Urban Achievers, Sam Squatch, and Zeland Sleepers are consistently uh, in the championship. Well, uh, you know, it's officially now the offseason. I don't know about you, but I'm actually kind of excited about not having to look at waiver wire tonight. Just take um, a- I don't know. I'm losing. I don't have a thing to fill that compulsive... Uh, checking my phone void now. So I out of instinct today went to check the uh, Roto World and it's still Roto World to me. You can try to change it to AB- NBC Sports Edge, everyone, but it's Roto World to me. But uh, yeah, like, I mean, it is weird. This is the time of season where you're like, you're, it's like muscle memory, right? Like you, get, <laughs> you get, you get your phone out and you're like, what am I supposed to do now? Check the, the news? Like, that's not any fun. I would say, too, don't cave, everyone. Just if you're a fan of football and you're a fan of fantasy football, don't take the bait. Don't don't try to fill the fantasy football void with another fantasy sport. 
don't do it, Ron. Don't get pulled into a fantasy baseball league this year. I'm I'm in too. Oh, but they're dynasties, so I don't oh. have to worry about drafting in the whole freaking mess. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna lose a game because you don't put in a closer on the Thursday afternoon. I set my baseball leagues up. Uh, the regular season ends the first week of August. Week one of football, baseball is over. But then I'm in another league where the guy didn't do that. <laughs> it's like, sorry, I don't care if I am in the championship. Uh, right. Now that football's here, I don't give a shit. See, that's that's where like I would be like um, if the XFL had a fantasy football. Uh, oh, they used to. I know. I'd do it. I'd do I it. I had one. It's just uh, – it's – I think what makes football so special is it is that it's just only once a week that you have to like really, I mean, I know we got a Thursday night we got a, a Monday night and yeah, once in a while we got a Saturday, but really right. it it's, it's all that like thought and anticipation and stuff for the, the week. And, and it comes and goes like usually by Sunday night, you've got a really good idea if you're winning or losing. I think that's what makes it so exciting. Nice um, vigorous climax. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the other things where it's like, ah, Tuesday night, I've got a center going for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, yeah. But don't worry. Cause Wednesday I've got a guy on the Orioles pulling double right. header. So I'm going right. to get some of those at bats back. There's nothing that made me more angry than being like, oh yeah, it's Sunday. They don't play catchers. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have to keep a backup fucking catcher for Sunday when they give this guy the day off. And I'm, I, th- I like, is that is that still a thing? Is that still like a yeah? Generally, like a, is it a federal holiday for catchers? <laughs> it is. It's a union deal. <laughs> it's like I got that put in the contract. Sit down, Ramos. <laughs>